0: Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio
1: experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about Google uh, search, uh, especially we are going to touch the topic about image and uh, unite with local search. I'm excited to discuss this topic with Mike Blumenfeld. How are you? i am very well thank you how are you i'm doing great it's a big pleasure to get you on my show to learn from you because i check out your profile you have extended experience before we start just tell more about yourself experience background and why you decided to pay more attention with uh, image search with local search and to help customers with that
0: sure so i came out of the local where my family had a retail business that i grew up in we got our asses kicked and i had to close it after 60 years in 2000 when i did that I, you know, I got into search uh, because I was building websites and it became obvious to me that the intersection between search and local was very tight, even as far back as 2000, 2005, 2006. I started when Google brought out local listings, I started investigating them to understand the algorithm, started writing about them. And I've been exploring local search and how they can help businesses since 2006. Uh, as a result of that, I founded LocalU. I found, helped co founded LocalU, co founded GatherUp, which was a review product. I've consulted in the local SEO space for a number of clients. I still do to some extent. Sold both of those companies but still, and started a new company called Near Media, where David Mim, Greg Sterling, and I explore the intersections of local with all aspects of the internet. And right now, I'm just particularly fascinated with Google's ever increasing use of images in the search results their ability to understand the the both the context and the content of an image and to use it to improve searcher experience so and that's been a focus of mine for the last uh,
1: yeah I love it uh, c- can you tell uh google understands uh, the picture i mean like uh, without alt text just uh, the image uh, or not today
0: yes absolutely there they they have four ch- Just in Google Photos, which everybody Mm -hmm. agrees to let Google look at when you upload them, they have 4 trillion images and they get 28 billion images a week uploaded. So that's just Google Photos. If you add up all the other sources for photos, businesses and users on Google Maps and all the scraping they do on the web, et cetera, et cetera, they have multi-trillion photos that they use to train their AI. And you can see this at their Cloud Vision AI Uh, online. You can drop an image there and see what they understand about an image. They understand the entities in an image. They they can label the context of of the objects in the image. They understand the text in the image. They understand the logos in the image. They understand whether the image is good or bad. They understand if the image is sexual. And they even understand not just the color Uh, Relationships in the image, but they understand they've claimed to be able to understand clothing styles in the images. So their ability to understand an image without an image, you know, uh, alt tag or without a file name uh, is phenomenal. And they're using that knowledge every day in search.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think technologies uh, are uh, coming fast, you know, and yeah, (laughs) Uh, and today it's important to consider. image search, you know, if you want to get more traffic because uh, uh, most competitors uh, still ignore it. I don't know why, because you can get uh, good traffic with that. So this goes
0: beyond image search. This goes into almost every search result. If you look at the local search results and you type in a query for engagement rings, Williamsville, New York, you'll see a list of jewelers at the top and Google will grab the engagement ring photos from their Google business profile and show those in the pack. And then down in the organic, they'll do the same thing. They'll show the engagement ring photos for those businesses in the local organic results. If you change that query slightly and you type in earrings, Williamsville, New York, you, Google will switch out the local pack images to earrings and will switch out the organic images to earrings, showing earrings in the results. So they're using images to answer user queries Directly, I mean, they understand the content of an image enough that they can respond to Google to user queries with the image that matches the query, which is in the organic search results in the local search results.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Can you tell, uh, for example, uh, when I check out uh, content strategy, uh, webmasters uh, usually check out metrics like the potential traffic they can get in the future, Uh, but they don't cover about image search. Uh, In most cases, about uh, web page searches, uh, you know, uh, high volume, any keywords. Can you tell how to create content strategy that will consider image search as well?
0: well images in that context are largely conversion factors more than they are um so if you have google will grab and in the organic results particularly i focus on local organic results but in the organic results google will will show up to four or five images on mobile with your google results right so in that context those images become really attractive over just the 10 blue links and convert much better. So the issue with images is really around having them relevant to the content of the page and uh, of a size and aspect ratio that they end up looking good in the search results so that you have that advantage. It's like having a good title tag. I mean, it's going to get users to click significantly more in local Google. Research indicates that ninety percent of all consumers trust businesses with images more, and seventy six percent are more likely to do business if a business has images in local. So images are a huge conversion factor um, and a huge trust factor. I've seen research um, that indicated that in in marketplaces, um, high quality images, are trusted significantly more than say stock images by users, and certainly more than, than low quality images. Airbnb did a study where just by switching out the images on their listings to to using their professional photographers, they were able to see a 15% lift in income for the properties that had those better images. So images play a very subtle role in the psychology of humans where people are more likely to respond to an image emotionally. And that response can be triggered all the way from the search results out to your pages. So the impact of images in organic is more psychological Mm
1: -hmm. in
0: the local pack. However, uh, what we're seeing when we drop images in that are well done and local and we drop them in over time, we're seeing anywhere between a 10 Fifteen to even a 90% increase in conversions over the prior year when we drop images into the local pack. So we're seeing huge changes in conversions both organically and uh, locally.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I think it's an interesting idea, I you know, about that. Okay, uh, can you tell uh, about uh, how to find the balance between quality and uh, site speed? For example, if I want to submit a high quality picture he, uh, you know uh, my website can load uh, you know a lot of time you know yeah uh, like uh, 5 10 seconds but uh, if I decrease quality uh, it hurts user experience from your experience how to find this balance between them? Right
0: So firstly lazy loading is really important so that you get fast paint times but you don't need huge images you can have high quality smaller images you know, on mobile, the screen width is fairly small. And uh, so you don't need thousands of pixels in an image. So you want to be, it's mostly about scaling your images, not reducing the quality of them. So, you know, a 400 or a 600 pixel wide image will look great on the web, mostly on the desktop, it looks fine, but on mobile, it looks great. And really these days with 70% of your traffic being in mobile, that's what you need to worry about. So you want to scale your images down. You don't need multi-multi... In most situations, there are times when you do, but in most situations, to communicate the emotive value of an image, you only need 400 or 600 or maybe 800 pixels wide. So you don't need a very big image. And you can do that with you know, good quality pings that are um, look good but are quite small and fast
1: hmm yeah, interesting about that. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, creating content strategy for local SEO. Can you tell, uh, what is the main difference between local SEO and uh, just uh, generic SEO, international SEO, or national? Uh, how to create the right strategy for uh, local websites? Uh, let's imagine Plumber uh, in, uh, I don't know, Miami. I'm sorry, who in Miami? Uh, Plumber. Pl- Plumber, okay. Yeah, Plumber. So the Google... I
0: think starting with the Venice update in 2012, started localizing both local and organic results. So local being the pack at the top, sometimes there's ads above them, sometimes there's ads in them, but it's the map plus three listings. In that context of that, which is right at the top above the organic listings, local is different from an SEO point of view because Google looks at in addition to all the traditional things they look at with links, et cetera, they're also looking at brand mentions. They're looking at reviews. They're looking at photos. Um, th- they're looking at uh, ent- uh, semantic strength. So the knowledge graph and optimizing for the knowledge graph is very important in that context, more so than, in, say, in organic search results. So typically, the, the, st- the strategy needs to start with the understanding that your business is uh, is an entity in the knowledge graph. All the products they carry are entities in the knowledge graph. And you need the business to both reflect that structurally with schema, and you also, though, need mentions of those things broadly so that Google can find them around the web. Uh, You need reviews and you need reviews not just at Google, but you need reviews across the whole ecosystem that Google looks at. And then, of course, you know, you certainly need links. The links optimally are local links from high quality local sites or sites that are locally focused. Um, And so in that sense, that that's what makes local different is the reliance on the knowledge graph and all those other factors beyond uh, just good quality content and links and technical website stuff.
1: Oh, l- l- let's talk more more about uh, links, backlinks. Can you tell uh, uh, which link is better uh, from relevant website, but outside the area, like from other regions? Yeah, it doesn't or, really uh,
0: matter as long as it's focused. It's 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 related to local, either through content or through focus. Doesn't much matter. And from my point of view, it's like. It's like asking me if I prefer yellow mustard or Dijon mustard. I prefer both. It's like I don't care whether I get linked. I I just want the link. I want the if I can't get a link, I want the mention in the newspaper. If I can't get the mention in the newspaper, you know, it's like I want whatever I can get. I want everything I can get. I don't see any reason to choose between French's yellow and Dijon mustard. They're both good. They just do different things. One's good for a hot dog and one's good for other stuff, right? And it's the same is true here. You really don't, it's, it's not a choice. Take what you can get as long as
1: it's not from a terrible <laughs> I, site, I, right? I I agree with you a hundred percent. But for example, if I have two hands, limited resources, I can't create two backlinks. And if I need to choose just one, for example, if I need to pay attention to one- Well, I would back, back that picture. up.
0: This goes back to the content conversation. I'd say earn the links by creating such great content and communicating and the relationships you build that you get links, right? Mm -hmm. The idea of link putting link building as the primary activity is sort of, to me, putting the cart before the horse. Mm
1: -hmm. The
0: cart is important, but you know, you need the content to get the links and, and you need relationships to get links. I mean, the reality of the local search algorithm and largely it reflects the reality of how business does well in a local environment reputation transitions from word of mouth to reviews a reputation in the community transitions from you supporting the little league team and getting an ad on their fence to being mentioned on their website right reputation or you know quality of of service transitions from you being a member of the local chamber to google being able to see and consumers being able to see that you're a member of the better business bureau as well as the local chamber etc so the issue is largely around replicating all of the things that you know in local to be important, reputation, involvement in the community, word of mouth, and transitioning those to digital in an organic way. In other words, you want to earn your reviews. When you ask for them, you want to do a good job. You want to not suck so people want to give you a review. Same thing with links. You want relationships with all the not-for-profits in the area. You want to donate money so they give you, you don't care if they give you a plaque on the wall, who gives a shit about a plaque on the wall? right? It's just going to gather dust. One more thing to maintain. What you care about is getting mentioned on their website, right? So what a business, most businesses need to do is integrate this digital thinking into their daily business, because that's the only way they, they can maintain it over time. A Local business can't spend time looking for links. What they can do though, is build out local relationships through what they're already doing and leverage those to get links because they have, They have a relationship with that not-for-profit. They're helping that not-for-profit. The Little League team is doing well. They get mentioned in the newspaper as a sponsor of that. And so it amplifies in the local market tremendously. We're not worried so much about getting a great backlink from Microsoft or whoever. We're worried about communicating to our neighbors the need to service, to recognize our business digitally
1: so Mm -hmm. in local
0: i just see it as uh more important that you take an organic approach to the whole thing
1: yeah love it love it uh okay let's talk more uh, more about if you want i
0: have a couple extra plaques laying around here i'd be glad to send them to you they're just gathering dust
1: okay sure sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh you mentioned a few times about uh, reviews. Uh, about uh, can you tell how it's important to get uh, reviews uh, for getting uh, higher ranked positions in Google for local SEO?
0: So reviews play multiple roles, like photos play multiple roles. Google encourages businesses to actively solicit reviews. Unlike Yelp or some of the other companies, Yelp discourages reviews, but Google really, really encourages them. But it's not just reviews at Google. If you go and you do a brand search for a local company, you will see that Google brings the review content and ranks it more highly than almost any other content on the web and shows that both in their knowledge graph as well as in the organic results. Google uses reviews and those review pages about you as ranking factors because they link back to you so there's link value but there's also reputation value there's also and google assesses that i didn't experiment once with a local terrible little bar not terrible bar a small sort of dark dive bar down the street they had a pdf for a website that's all they had it's a pdf for a website. Mm-hmm. so i went and i asked six friends to, they didn't have any reviews at google google thought they were a restaurant not a bar and Google wasn't showing any dive bar in the local results. So I said to six friends, give them a review at Yelp about the fact that they are a great dive bar, that they're a great, terrible bar, you know, that they're a dark, <laughs> dingy place, but they have, you know, good music, good pool tables, whatever. Six friends did that, left a review at Google or at Yelp. And within two weeks, they were ranking number one for dive bars in Olean because of that. Now, Yelp is a little different than some sites. They tend to, when they see a lot of reviews accumulating to a place, they tend to also throw links to that page. But the fact that their landing page at Yelp had links thrown to it was doing better, plus the reviews elevated their listing at Google, even though Google didn't know that they were a bar on the phrase dive bar. Subsequent to that, um, I did it on the same thing with Sports Bar for the same bar. They ranked on that. And once they got a few reviews at Google and Yelp, they had zero when I started. People started leaving reviews. Now, if you go to Olean, New York, where I live, and you type a a query for the best bar in Olean, who shows up? My dive bar.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And they do have have great
0: wings by the way i mean it's not a, it's not just a total diet part they have very good chicken wings i have to
1: say mm-hmm. they yeah, still don't so. have a
0: pdf for a website they've never done anything about backlinks never done anything about anything so clearly reviews play a role now once they started getting the reviews and started getting the rank from it people saw that and were attracted to it and left more reviews and came because the reviews at yelp and google converted users convinced them ahead of time that this was a good place to go. So reviews play multiple roles. One is establishing the credibility of the business in Google's eyes, help with rank by having them at both third parties and at Google. But ultimately, once everybody has a couple hundred reviews in a given market, then it's about converting customers and having them click on your listing, which probably also sends signals to Google that you're a better listing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, What about negative reviews? If business uh, get negative reviews, what to do? Uh, Does it impact ranking and uh, how to handle them?
0: So the way the Google patent is written around negative reviews, it typically would reduce the positive benefit of reviews in the area that the review is about. So if it's a negative review about your chicken wings, you might not get as much benefit from the review that you have about chicken wings right it won't punish you but you won't gain the benefit from it so it does have a minor it's a very minor effect i mean this is a very small effect i think businesses need to be mature which is a very difficult thing to ask of most small businesses because they're so wrapped up in their business as i mentioned i helped run a business family business for that had been around for 50 years i ultimately had to close it it's very difficult to separate your ego from that but A business ultimately needs to understand that their brand story, as told through reviews, is no longer controllable by them. It's a joint project between them and the customer. And the only way to have a good outcome of that story being told about your business is to suck less and to do better, right? Run a really good business. So a negative review isn't a bad thing. In fact, research shows that consumers see five stars and are immediately suspicious. Typically, consumer, the sweet spot for a review rating is between 4.2 and 4.7. But yeah. the real secret to reviews isn't just manipulating your average to be between 4.2 and 4.7. The real secret is to dig out the value of the negative review. Firstly, mm-hmm. take care of that customer. Many times, about 30% of the time, they will actually change it. No reason you can't go back and ask them to change it. But if there is a systemic problem that that review reflects, fix it. I mean, fix Mm -hmm. your business. Reviews, complaints are the building blocks of a better business. And having a better business is how you achieve a great brand story when the story is told between you and the customer, not just you anymore. 30, 40, 50 Mm -hmm. years ago, you could tell people what to think about your business. That's not true anymore. And you have to recognize that reality. So no more than I think you should manipulate links. You shouldn't probably manipulate reviews. I don't think. Absolutely shouldn't. And the main reason is it violates your trust with your customers. And if they figure out you're manipulating reviews, they're going to do this to you. I won't say that out <laughs> loud because I assume somebody's listening, but if they're watching, they'll know what I meant.
1: Yeah, got it. Yeah. Uh, guys who are listening on audio podcast, you don't know what was that, but <laughs> I hope you understand. It was the
0: finger between my index finger and my ring <laughs> finger. That's what it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah okay uh can you tell uh how to find the right strategy for uh companies uh local businesses that have no organic traffic? For example, if I check out on uh, Samrush, or any other tools, uh, some local uh, keywords, I can see like uh, small traffic, no, not big traffic, you know, like, uh, I don't know, a uh, 100 volume and something like this. Uh, is it a good idea to create content plan uh, with local content, but irrelevant to the business or not?
0: It's, it does no value. It provides no significant value. The content needs to be around the products and services you offer And it needs to be good enough that consumers come to it and stay on the page to read it, and hopefully good enough that they can convert. Irrelevant content is irrelevant content. It doesn't do any better here. Uh, You know, I mean, if you, there may be some limited situations where you might do, you know, a subdomain with related content or slightly related content. But for the most part, it should be related content on your site about you. The reality is that the keyword tools don't do a good job in local. And local mm-hmm. keyword volume, and the best test is is measuring the actual conversions that are happening in this store and the value of those conversions. Right. So, what you're worried mm-hmm. about if you're selling engagement rings, for example, as this one client, Barbara Oliver in Waynesville, does, we built her. We literally her whole business around engagement rings online because she wanted to switch her demographic from an aging demographic to a younger demographic and engagement rings was the way in that door even though it was a small volume it ended up of searches it ended up being a very high dollar volume item and once she started getting reviews about engagement rings she started selling more of them it became a a very positive feedback loop. And again, if you look where she is, Williamsville, New York, and you look on the volume for engagement ring searches, it's very small. She tripled her business three times in six years around engagement rings. So to a large extent, it's around the value of the product more than it is the quantity of searches in that
1: market. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. But for example, uh, uh, Brandin, uh, I'm sorry. In the- Uh, Brian Dean uh, on Benklinko, he uh, shares a new study when he got like 5,000 links with irrelevant content. He created pages about Tesla, many other companies, just for the sake of uh, getting backlinks, you know, like uh, many uh, big publications uh, link to this content uh, when they uh, write their publications, and he gets these backlinks. What do you think is it a good idea to create uh, like linkable content for local SEO uh, for the sake of getting backlinks if it's hard uh, to find another way? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, marketers do a lot of crazy shit. And this is one of them from my point of view. I mean, you know, it's a strategy. It probably works, but it's like most of these businesses don't have the budget to do that. There's so many other things that are important that it, I, I have a little trouble with it because it's it, it again, puts the cart before the horse. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, in local given that you're dealing with real people who ultimately should become your friends and your promoters. These are people that should be telling their neighbors about you, either through reviews or through word of mouth. The total mm-hmm. focus in local has to be on making sure the experience for them is optimal. The rest of it, I mean, I get, you know, it's six or one, a half dozen of the other. I suppose you can come up with these strategies. I just don't, for most of these businesses in local, it doesn't make sense, right? They're not, Doing it. Now, again, if it's this 200 location, national business, let's say it's in the storage industry, and you could write articles about moving statistics and various other urban related things there, at least then the content relates to the idea of storage. And I think there's enough resources at the national level to warrant that kind of investment in research and solid data. But I can't, don't believe it can it should be on original. It should be original data. I mean, mm-hmm. original content at Google sends real leads, right? We built gather up a review company in the local space without one penny being spent on AdWords, without mm-hmm. one penny being spent on Facebook ads. It was we did two things. We three things. We wrote great content and we got tons of links. Started generating great organic traffic. We had really happy customers who left us great reviews, mm-hmm. and we spoke at a number of conferences. And we often seeded our product with high-profile speakers at conferences, so they could speak about our product. With that marketing strategy, we did. We built every link we needed without ever asking for a link, and we ultimately sold the company with a very good valuation. And it was all done through original content and relationship building with customer and with other agencies. And I believe that model works really well in local because local is, if anything, ultimately about the relationship. Every link is about a relationship. Every review is about a relationship. And so you have to ultimately respect that relationship to do well in local long haul. I mean, it's one thing to grease the skids Temporarily, but you got to understand it's a temporary thing. Reviews are a five year game, they're not a three month game. You don't have to shoot to the top, you have to get a few reviews every month with a slow, steady pace. And you need a process in place where that happens as part of your business over time, so that four or five years in, you are the leader in the space. You may not be the leader in engagement rings when you start, but if you do a slow, steady This is where the tortoise really wins over the hare. A slow, steady process that you can build into the business and do every time. Now, this is true not just for reviews. It's also true for images. We see that businesses that have super high-quality images and drop them in regularly into the Google business profile see consistent ranking gains because of dropping, not ranking gains. What we see is conversion gains, which is even more important. By dropping images in regularly into their Google My Business profile, they are seeing significant conversion gains over time. So it's the same deal; it's a slow, steady thing. You start with a you bring in a professional photographer, you get fifty or sixty great images, and you drop them in your Google My Business, your Google Business profile regularly, a couple of months, and then you also use them for everything else: your website, Facebook, your ads, all of that, and That slow, steady process, which again is a business can digest because it's two a month. It's not 200 a month, along with reviews. Um, And then if you can get good content that's original, links will come. But even if they don't, you can largely see success in local with just photos and reviews. So it, it becomes an ROI issue. I mean, you can get a great review program for 50 bucks a month, whatever, just automatically feed you know, like gather up, feed your email addresses into it. And it just always sends the ask out and it gets reviews. You know, it doesn't get a ton. It gets regular amounts. First and third party. Now, first party reviews are incredibly valuable because then you've got social proof for your website. You can spread them around your website. You can have reviews about engagement rings on your engagement ring page. You can have reviews about earrings on your earrings page. So you have original content on all this page and you didn't write any of it. It's coming from your customers. So it's both more believable and fresh content so you don't ever need to have a great content strategy in local other than reviews first party reviews in that case
1: mm-hmm. I love it yeah nice sharing okay let's talk about uh, you mentioned a few times uh, about uh, pictures photos uh, what about stock uh, images uh, is it good idea to use them or it's better to avoid
0: so a couple of things about stock images firstly in eye tracking studies around stock images, users don't look at them, right? They'll look at the whole page. They'll look at the real images. They'll look at the text. When they see a stock image in the middle of the page, they'll skip over it. Literally will not stop at it. So they're very low in terms of consumer value.
1: Mm-hmm. If they
0: have real images, um, real images, and there was an interesting study about real images where they showed the study participants, emotive images, happy images. And, when, and then they showed uh, happy text to them. And then they showed them neutral or negative images and neutral and negative text. And after the person was shown real happy images, unbeknownst to them, at the end of every test, they would serve lemonade to every all the participants. And the people who saw happy images drank more lemonade. The people who read the happy text, no change in behavior. The people who saw unhappy images or... Unhappy text, no change in behavior. But real positive images, people consumed more lemonade. So images, so the first issue with with stock images is people don't look at them, with the exception of product images. But there's another study from Cornell in which product images were stock versus real, and real had about a 10% improvement in trust over stock. So even there, where people expect stock images, real images perform better. And then the third issue with, with stock images, besides not being compelling to the user, not creating conversions, uh, well, there's another study done. It's at White Spark, done by Joel Headley at Patient Pop. They converted, they, had, they did a uh, case study. They, Patient Pop manages thousands of doctor and dentist websites. They took a sample of doctors and dentist websites converted the images to professional local images on both google my google business profiles and the website and then they had comparable groups with similar traffic similar growth in conversions and they compared the two and by converting the images from stock to good quality professional local images on both google business profiles and the website they actually tracked the full the full stack and they saw appointments go up by about 12% Now, Mm -hmm. that's a huge gain for a doctor to get 12% more. And then the final issue about stock is I was doing an experiment the other day. I was looking at this really nice local dentist site search result. I think it was Dentist, Santa Monica, California. They were down the page a little bit, but they had the best image display where they had, I think, four images and the text associated with the service right on the image in the search result. And I dropped one of those images into reverse image lookup. And it turned out they were sharing that stock image with a porn site. Now, the image itself wasn't porny. And there was no association between the dentist and the porn site. But you run the risk of stock images being used every place else. And it's trivial to get a professional in and the low cost. I mean, this company I'm consulting with, Aircam, which I'm helping them build a local project around images where they can send a photographer any place in the United States. They can build images that when they take the images, they're checked against Google's API to make sure the image that Google understands the image. Um, it's so easy. You know, they, they, They're as low as like if you give them 20 locations, they're down in the $125 per location for images. It's cheap. It's the cheapest SEO you can do that is both, will increase that increases conversions so well it's the heart it's one of the lowest hanging fruits right now in local seo both organic and google my business profile
1: yeah awesome awesome love your sharing you know yeah well explained uh with all details examples yeah love it uh Okay, I have the question for someone who want to jump on this field and uh, provide services for uh, local uh, businesses, companies, because I have some audience uh, who are students who are looking for ways uh, to learn more about that. Can you uh, tell them, for example, if you start from scratch today without any knowledge, skills, what would you do today?
0: What I would do is I would first, I would go to Moz and read their introduction to local SEO blog posts. They Mm. have a training manual. Then I would find a couple of relatives or friends that run businesses and offer to help them. The other thing I would do is I did a very interesting case study. It's on gatherup.com forward slash blog on the spot to be restaurant where I demonstrated how a very small business in a rural area could rank just by using tools that Google provided. No other tools. Right, we didn't build a website other than what Google offered. We didn't do anything but get reviews at Google, and they they ranked doing that. I'd go read that uh, called Spot to be case study at GatherUp. So I would go to Moz, read their basic training, go to GatherUp, read that article on Spot to be, and then I would find two or three businesses and work for them. Explain that you don't know squat, but that you can help them do better, and start experimenting. Experiment with images track it, experiment with, get a review system going for them, track it, help them improve their website, track it and build out a a way to report the actual increase in business. That's what businesses care about. They don't care about rank. I mean, some do, but in the end, what they really care about is whether their business is increasing and so figure out a way to do that. once you've done two or three, you know enough to help two or three more and charge them. So, I don't think it's rocket science. A lot is written. I would also follow, I would go maybe go attend a local U webinar or in person. I think they're doing really good work around local. Mm-hmm. Um, I I founded them. I sold them. I'm no longer. I do a little work for them still. But um, so I do the, do that, and I think within a short period of time you can have a new career. Um, mm-hmm
1: yeah totally why not <laughs> just to be patient and go head step by step and my... you know the way
0: that i've always built my careers is i've always done these interests as side gigs right i always spent some of my time making enough money that I could put food on my table for my family fulfill my obligations that way but then i would spend my spare time developing this new skill i did that with local i was building websites i started exploring local and then all of a sudden my local business You know, it took three or four years, but became more important than my web business. While I was doing local, I started exploring reviews and then I built a review company and the review company became more important than my local business over time, even though it was a side gig. And the same thing happened with my digital training company. You know, I I was doing local SEO, started doing this digital training company. It became more important over time. And in the end, the side gigs became the main gigs um so it doesn't have to be you don't have to jump in with both feet you can start in a new business gradually everybody's got an extra day a week they can spend on this and i think that's a way if you don't want to risk the farm you can get going have more fun it adds spice to your week because you're learning new stuff and you can slowly build up it doesn't have to happen tomorrow
1: Mm -hmm. yeah love it uh Okay, uh, can you tell how to compete with big websites? For example, if I search, uh, I don't know, like, buy apartment uh, in Miami, I can see Zillow, many other authoritative websites. Uh, Is it a good idea to compete with them, or it's better to find another way to get uh, SEO traffic from local? Well,
0: the beauty of local is the local pack at the top Mm -hmm. of the search results. And so you may not be able to control the organic results, You may not be able to compete in the organic results, but you can compete in the local pack. And then what I would do, so I would build out, do all the things I talked about: photos, reviews, a good website with good structure. You know, get some links. You then will succeed in the local pack. And then, as far as those others, I would do what was referred to in in the local industry as barnacle SEO, where you attach yourself to those sites for at least as much effort as produces value. So that if somebody does scroll down and goes to Yelp or Zillow or whatever, you're there to be found and they can see that you have a good reputation there and that can then support your local pack efforts. So I wouldn't try to compete directly. I would compete orthogonally. I would compete from a different direction. And in that case, in local, it would be all around the pack, building out a good presence in the local space.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's better to outsmart them, <laughs> I'll outweigh many competitors in the top 10 results. Okay, I have the last question about the future of local SEO. What kind of future can you predict today about local SEO? So,
0: you know, predicting the future is kind of like predicting the weather. Only fools do it. But
1: <laughs> you've asked, and I'm a fool, so
0: I guess I better answer. I how far out are we talking? Are we talking six months out or are we talking six years out?
1: Uh, i don't know like uh let's do, let's take like five years you know yeah okay five years For, well, yeah five years
0: it's way beyond my time horizon let's take a year
1: okay yeah okay okay. A year.
0: okay so google currently has 95 96 percent of local search
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: local search results local search conversions local search everything they are sending probably more traffic to you without sending it to your website than anybody. Probably 70% of the traffic coming from Google doesn't come to your website. They stop at Google. They see your, the, you look good. Your pictures look good. Your reviews look good. They pick up the phone. They make a call, right? So you have to start thinking, if you haven't already, as Google is one of the most important pages for you on the internet. So a year from now, I think Google's current trends are pretty obvious. It's more transactional, they want to be able to deliver local results with the ability to convert those results right then and there. That means different things in different businesses. That transactional trend, like in hotels, they want a booking. In restaurants, they want an order or reservation. In retail, they want a product purchase. It's In service, they want a quote. So you need to understand that Google is going to double down on transactions and you need to be there. So, for example, if you're a retailer and you only have 10 or 20 products, you should get WooCommerce. Push those products into WooCommerce on your WordPress site and then push them into Google Merchant Center so they show up in local for free. Just as an example, of way to deal with that transactional trend. So transactions is one big trend. Obviously, mobile, you know, it's a trend that's already happened. 70% of search results now. It's likely to be 80 or 90% a year. Mm-hmm. That has implications, I think, beyond just Google. I'll talk about those in a minute. And then, one of the other things you see with Google is this increasing emphasis on images in the results. And they're experimenting with a number of new uh, search units in the results that are both product image based and non product image based. Um, And you'll see increasing reliance on images. I, I did a whole booklet on this. If you go to nearmedia.co forward slash subscribe. You subscribe to our three-time a week newsletter. We will send you a book on image just on the topic of images in local search. So images is another big trend at Google. And I think in a year you'll see currently about 35% of a local search result is image-based. This go this is up from zero percent four years ago. I think you're going to see that trend increase because in some of these units that they're using, literally 90% of the surface area is images. So mobile, transactions, images, those are all going to be doubled down by Google. In the mobile space, I think what you're going to see and what I've been seeing a little bit is Apple slowly bringing back search to the iPhone. Now, In the United Mm -hmm. States, more so than in other countries. The iPhone is more than half of the user base. And people tend to use whatever the default is. Apple's Maps has gotten significantly better. And we're seeing a lot of dark traffic in analytics that it th- seems to be coming from Maps. But also, Apple has just announced iOS 16. In the context of that, they announced the uh, upgrade of Spotlight, which is their device level search. Apple's goal is to integrate, not to build a search engine out on the web, but to integrate search directly into the device, wherever you're at, whatever program you're in, whatever you're looking for, it strives to find it. And that includes local businesses. So I think you need to be, for a year from now, maybe, maybe two years, you need to be paying attention to Apple, not so much because you can manipulate it, but because you need to be sure that you look good there. That means reviews at Yelp, good images, um, that Google understands what you, what you are, where you are, who you are, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I think that's a growing trend is the shift because who knows what antitrust is going to do with Google and Apple's relationship. But Apple, mm-hmm. if Google were gone tomorrow, Apple would deliver a solution that would be phone based to to replace Google. So you need to be ready mm-hmm. for that.
1: Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, right. Uh, this is the future. Anybody can predict the
0: future. <laughs> I can't be wrong, at least not till the future comes. Look, call me back yeah. in a year. We'll see how I did.
1: Totally. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not good with that because when I, I'm trading, you know, or investing, I uh, often fail. So <laughs> I can predict the future as well, you know. Right.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong in local by a slow, steady process around reviews. A slow, steady process around images. A slow, steady process around a website that attracts links that we know has worked and it will continue to work, um, you know, regardless. Uh, but you need to look at the world beyond just Google, because Google looks at the world beyond just Google. So you know, doing well at the other review sites that are important in your industry, doing well on Apple, so that you have that you're there if they do make this transition. And this is all around entity search. So making sure that your entity is well-defined, who you are, where you are, what you do, is well-defined across the whole entity ecosystem. Because ultimately, local search is entity search, whether it's Apple or Google or Bing or anybody else.
1: Yeah, love it. Uh, Thanks, Mike, for all your insights. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you.
0: Sure. So uh, M. Blumenthal on Twitter M. Blumenthal at nearmedia.co if you want to email me directly or if you want to text me come to blumenthal.com. You'll find a text interface right there. Like I said, if you want to subscribe to our three times a week newsletter around search, social and commerce in local, it's nearmedia.co forward slash subscribe. And if you do, we'll give you a booklet on images in the visual SERPs and the future of them. That you can have for your reference, and I'd love, love it if you it. did.
1: Okay, guys, you need. So to So this do is it. this is
0: actually my coupon. So if I yeah. this lets me know how many people are watching the show. So if I get a couple subscribers, I'll know that a few are watching.
1: Okay, you you can type uh, the links on the private chat. I'll share uh, with my audience. The private chat,
0: sure. Yeah,
1: just type there. I'll submit to audio podcast uh, to the description all these links. So, guys, yeah, it's better to uh, follow Mike uh, to get this gift, you know, why not? So, so to learn more, uh, you know, by reading these books, to get more value. Because you can see that uh, uh, I personally learned a lot today, you know. All of that. Uh, let me share all this information in the comments. Uh, okay, we have website, uh, email, and Twitter. Yeah.
0: And I just added a, a text interface from my. Ah, bot, okay. If you prefer texting, I don't care. Okay. I will talk to you. Okay. However, you want to talk to me. I have an open door policy. Feel free to email me. I love meeting new people and up chatting with new people, and I love sharing. So. Okay. Free.
1: Okay. Okay, guys, if you listen on Apple, Google, Spotify, you can find all these links in the description below. And uh, thanks again for your time. You know, it's a big pleasure to learn from you. And guys, see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple,
0: Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.